Scotch and soda. Soda and scotch. Mud in your eyes. Mud on your butt. When you sit in it. Baby, do I feel high? I've got eyelashes. Oh me, oh my. What are you singing? <laughs> Never heard the song Scotch no. and Soda? Oh, uh, who sings it other than you? It's like a jazz standard. Oh, I'm not up on my jazz standards. I guess not. I'm not. But uh, welcome, everyone, to show 16. Happy oh. 16th birthday show. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. We're going to make out show. To you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy sweet 16th birthday to you. Fluff Radio. Slush Radio. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah, that was terrible. Okay. <laughs> Most people hate the birthday song, and with good reason. It's a terrible, terrible, it really terrible is. song. Like, as much as I hate Applebee's and stuff, I really appreciate Applebee's. Their, <laughs> their version of Happy Birthday. They as much a, as I hate Applebee's. They put a little funk in Happy Birthday. I'm going to use that phrase tomorrow. I'm going to be like... You know what? I know you're a dick, but as much as I hate Applebee's... Yeah, exactly. How does that work in a sentence? I don't know. As much as I hate Applebee's, they're still less annoying than you are. <laughs> snap. <laughs> I don't think you actually have to say, well, do you say snap while you snap? Is that the way you snap at people? That's how I do it. It's Like true. me. I'm white. Yeah. I am everything. They all cancel each other out in Colleen, and that's I'm why every she woman. looks white. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's only you. You may be every woman, and that's why you make me feel like a natural woman. Mm. Because you're not natural. You're a Franken woman. I'm a Franken woman. You're put together from all the different women, and that's why you're every woman. Because you that's actually true. are every woman. That's true. My ankles are uh, Ethiopian, and uh, my kneecaps are Virginia Wolf. Virginia Wolf's. Is she hungry like Virginia Wolf? That would be a great song. And I'm hungry like Virginia Wolf. And then add a bunch of lines from her books. I can't even quote one. I have a bunch over there. Maybe we'll do that song later. I can only do. I think I'll buy the flowers myself, because that's how the hours starts. Because I'm one of those pop culture assholes. <laughs> I've never seen the hours. Really? Yeah. Is it actually worth it? Oh, it's a great movie. Really? Well, I think so. It's kind of a chick flick. Okay. <gasps> but I think it's a good movie. Yeah, I am verging on... I am teetering. I am... Tottering. I am teetering, tottering, verging, and pestering. And, and slipping, sliding down the slippery slope. Yes, on the edge of it, though. I haven't really slipped. I'm kind of slipping around the edge, like I'm dancing. To the place. edge. Yeah. For she teeters. Yes, yes. About getting Netflix. Mm. And I could tell you two words why. Okay, it's a name. I'll just Phyllis that. Diller? No. Though I Elizabeth did... Taylor? No. Charlie Chaplin? I'll give you a hint. I laugh exactly like him. At least when we high-speed my voice up. Chippendale? <laughs> <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks? I don't know. No. Oh, oh, I know. You um, know! I know you know! The scary guy. Yes, who's the scary guy? Not Vince Dude. Vaughn. <laughs> Actually, yes, he is it's Vince not Steve Vaughn Martin. the reason I am what Netflix. I know who you're talking about. I can't think about who. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Vince. Yes. Vince. I, I had it. I have this... Burning Vincent Price desire. You got a burning ring of fire. I've got a burning ring of Vincent Price shaped fire. Fire in my gut that I need to. I want to have a Vincent Price marathon and watch every single thing Vincent Price ever did. 
Awesome. Vincent Price. And I don't know where this came from. Um, it was just like the other day, I just kind of woke up one day and I was like, you know who's awesome? Vincent Price. I tried that, that trick the other day where you're like, um, I really want to play Summon guitar Satan really well. by sacrificing a goat? Is that the trick you're talking no, about? No, no, just, just the, the no, nothing so gory, just the oh, average wow. run of the mill. I want to play guitar really well, sell my soul, <laughs> you know, make a declaration out loud. You say, Satan, and you, you gotta be, it's got to be like, you know, middle of the night, alone in your bedroom. Satan! Well, Satan's probably sleeping. No, Satan sleeps during the day. Oh, he's nocturnal. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, he's only like the king of darkness. Well, yeah, but I'm the queen of sleeping in late, and I'm pretty nocturnal. Wait. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Of Satan's minions. Um, I'm a minion. So, so yeah, you know, I tried the uh, the whole uh, Satan. I'll sell you my soul if you make me an awesome guitar player, and nothing. Well, did you put out a plate of cookies and milk for him? He did not come through. That's Santa, not Satan. No, 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 no. I know it's all the same letters. <laughs> I I swear. Like, when I made the deal with the devil to sing amazing, like, I sing um, Poppy Seed Man. You heard that last show. Oh, yeah. I, I hit those notes that, woo, nobody can ever hit but me. And um, I made a deal with him by, I accidentally fell asleep with a plate of cookies and milk out, and Satan was like, oh, I thought you summoned me. And I was like, no, actually, I just fell asleep. What kind of cookies were they? Um, they were... Devil's food? No. No. (laughs) Satan actually hates... Gingerbread. (laughs) Satan hates puns, which may be why he won't make a deal with you. He'd be like, if I make a deal with her, I'll have to go back and visit her to harvest her soul, and she's gonna make a pun? (laughs) Like, I haven't heard that one before. But Jesus, Jesus loves puns. Jesus is so annoying to have at a party. He just won't shut up. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I was thinking just the other day... As I was walking about the city of New York, and I saw a uh, limousine, and I reflected for a moment. I waxed nostalgic. When I was a wee lass, every time I saw a limousine, I thought that somebody famous was in it. Was in it. Oh yeah, me too. I always think it's Macaulay Culkin, and I don't know why. And to this day, like I can't really explain it. My first. Am I the first person you've ever told this little secret to? Actually, yeah. Whenever I see a limo... um, (laughs) I can tell just by from the tone of your voice. (laughs) I really, like, I look in the window and I'm always like, I wonder if Macaulay Culkin is in that limo. (laughs) And I don't know why my mind always jumps to Macaulay Culkin. Maybe because, like, when Home Alone came out, (laughs) that was, like, when you first found out that, like, famous people rode around in limos. limos. I don't know. And I had a massive crush on him when that movie came out. I See, now, I didn't really like him when that movie came out, but now I'm much fonder of him now than I was, say, five years ago. Yeah. We recently found out, okay, well, I should say, I recently found out about this band because they toured for this with this other band that I really like, and um, was like, well, if this band thinks they're cool, then maybe they're worth checking out, you know, so I checked them out, and I was instantly impressed, and so I shared it with Colleen because it seemed like it would be up her proverbial alley, and there's lots of things that we like about this band, but we're not going to sully your time and energy listening to what we think. We're just going to play it for you and let you be as instantaneously transmorgified as we were. Yay! So, uh, the first song by our band, which is The Dresden Dolls! The Dresden Dolls! Which is a lady and a gent. Also, uh, often in mime face. I, well, I believe that the reason for that is that Dresden is actually a type of china that certain Ooh, dolls are made out of. So, so it's not mime doll. so much as it's like doll china. Doll face, gotcha. Dual face, got it. yeah. I got it. But uh, the first song we are going to play by them um, is called Girl Anachronism. One, two, two, one, two, three, four! 
expression, baby. As you can tell, from the state of my room, that they let me out too soon. The pills that I ate. Purpose. I am not so serious, this passion is a plagiarism I might join your century, but only on a rare occasion I was taken out before the labor pains it's in And now behold the worst of sex again I am the girl anachronism psyched about it right now and this you can check out the Dresden Dolls by going to their website. Uh, that was actually the song that I feel like every convention I have to go to because my job sends me around to these different conventions all the time and it always sends me by myself. So like it's it's kind of fun sometimes and other times you're in a city where there's nothing going on no other publishers are there and you're by yourself with like crazy teachers and uh, so usually I just dance in the hotel a lot. That's like one of my favorite things to do is to get a bed or a room with two beds and to jump from bed to bed with <laughs> headphones on. My most recent trip was to Kansas City and the first night I was there I jumped on beds to uh, Girl Anachronism for about two hours straight on repeat. Yeah. So that is that is only about five songs a year. Get that level of Colleen approval. Nice. I won't admit the other songs because I think the Dresden Dolls would not be happy to know they were in the same boat but I have to say music wise the Dresden Dolls. Are they like ABBA and Patrick Swayze and Britney uh, Spears. No. Well, you're close with the last one. <laughs> Aguilera, Cher. I, geez, Kelly Justin, Clarkson. Justin Timberlake. Oh! oh! Well, that song is catchy. And you know why I like it? It's because you like had an out-of-body experience with old-school Michael Jackson. What? That song he had. The very first song he came out with was... Which one? Uh, uh, I just want to love you, baby! Yeah. Yeah, well, that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so a Michael Jackson song, and yeah. I love old school Michael Jackson. I like, yeah, I have the Jackson, Michael Jackson, like, greatest hits album, and, like, I like the first half of the album, and I, like, cannot listen to the second half of it. Even remember the time? Do you remember the time? That song's okay. The slow songs, I cannot do, period. Yeah. And remember the time is getting kind of late. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Though there were some good songs on that album. But do you ever listen to uh, Jackson 5 when he did the song Doggin' Around? Don't know that song. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm sure. That was another one, actually, from a different convention was Jackson 5's Doggin' Around. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't admit anymore. (laughs) Let's just draw the line right there. On the ground. With a big piece of chalk. So, can I, uh, can I bring up a topic that I think we all have in common? That topic is pet peeves. A lot of people have pet peeves. Everybody's aware of a few of their own pet peeves, but every once in a while... Mo and George. That's not funny. I know. Alright, I'll let you go. Sorry, sorry. Um, (laughs) sometimes you just gotta call it out. That's bad comedy. You gotta call, call. <laughs> call, call out. You gotta call, call. I'm gonna call, call. That's what it should just be called. Call and call. Yeah. <laughs> just gotta call, call. So, um, no, but it's not just you. Sometimes I need to be called out. Mm. I called myself out earlier this episode. Maybe we, maybe we cut that out already, but anyway. Okay. So, everybody has pet peeves, and everybody's aware of what their pet peeves are. Usually people have, like, a little mental list of what their pet peeves are. And over time, every once in a while, you'll realize that you have a new pet peeve. And it's not necessarily a new pet peeve, it's just a pet peeve that you never really considered a pet peeve before. And suddenly you realize it's totally a pet peeve. Hmm. Even though it always bothered you. And I realized one just the other day. Last Friday I was at a show, and there was, uh... It was actually a tap dance recital. (laughs) For somebody that I know, and, uh... It was mostly kids, okay. and so there was a bunch of, like, stage moms around and stuff, and so during, ah. like, the musical numbers, like, people, they would, like, encourage the audience to, like, clap along, you know, and um, everybody, you know, like, if you just, for example, given your standard sort of rock and roll 4-4 four, four time, where you just clap on, you know, it's one two three four, and you clap on 2 and 4. Yes. Everybody in the whole audience is clapping on 2 and 4, and then there's the, like, the one asshole who has to clap on 1 and 3. I hate that. Man. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. It's know. so irritating. It's like, look around you. Everybody else is clapping on the opposite beats that you're clapping on, and you're insisting on fucking clapping on one and three. I I kind of like to do I double time red. clap while people do normal claps. Well, that's different. But that's different because it's like as opposed to yeah. If you want to be like yeah, that's kind of fun. But it's just like the one person who's like, oh, I have no idea what the hell rhythm everybody else is clapping, and I'm you know. Noise me. And then every once in a while, that one guy will actually start the clap and get everybody clapping on the wrong beat. Oh, on one and three. I hate one and three. Unless it's a funk song, one and three just shouldn't be clapped on. Hmm. But the I, funk songs, maybe. I got the clap. The extra clap. That was the name of one of our stories from oh, last yeah. episode. Colleen, Colleen's an Colleen's interesting got clapper. The extra clap. Yeah. I, Colleen's got the clap. I do. Did you ever go visit the Ninja Turtles? Uh, no. I often see the steam coming out of the sewers and think to myself, they're making pizza down there. <laughs> I, I, I could go for some pizza. I've always kind of wanted to, like, travel in the New York City sewers. Somebody, when I was in Boston, when I was in, like, fourth grade, this is back when the Ninja Turtles were big in their heyday. We were taking, like, a trolley tour that tourists take in Boston, and uh, somebody asked the uh, trolley guy, well, what's the steam coming out of the sewers? Because I tell you, on the West Coast, steam does not come out of the sewers. Hmm. That's just weird. Must not be as warm. Perhaps the steam comes out of the summer, the sewers even in the summer though. I have no idea what the steam is all about. Anyway, so this, this trolley guy was like, "Oh, it's the Ninja Turtles making pizza," and he thought he was all clever, and I thought he was serious. I had no idea that he was lying, be- and I should have known. I should have known, and I'll tell you why. Because the Ninja Turtles were clearly based out of New York. Yes, they were. 
Obviously, they weren't in Boston. No, they weren't. <laughs> I think it might be time for uh, song two. Actually, that's true. I, I have a story I'd like to tell, though. Should I say it before? Is it fast or is it slow? It's a little longer. Can you cut it down so that it's concise and to the point? Yes. And under two minutes? So uh, the holiday season is upon us, like Satan on cookies and milk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to someone today, and I had like this flashback of when I was a kid, I didn't go to see Santa Claus. Uh, where I grew up upstate, there was a farm that had um, this petting... They basically had a holiday extravaganza, and they'd have like, a petting zoo that you'd walk through, and you'd see all these animatronic like elves being like, I'm working in the factory! Bang, bang. <laughs> and then the end, the culmination Catchy. of this... Into, exactly. The culmination of this excitement of goat poop and really creepy animatronic elves whose mouths were never moving with their words was Egbert. And what Egbert was, was a... A Dobert character? No. <laughs> he was a four-foot-tall animatronic egg with a hat. And he would be the one you told what you wanted for Christmas. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> a homosexual, and so I don't say this particular phrase often <laughs> because I think it's degrading. But that is so gay. <laughs> I know! But I was a little kid. And the thing was, like, and I finally found out that, um... Behind Egbert, there was a mirror, basically, that the people could look in and see the name tags on the kids. So Egbert would always be like, hello, oh, Colleen, yeah. what would you like? I know or, what you're talking about. Yeah, and his eyes would just bug up and down, and you'd be like, ah, it's a talking egg, and I have to tell him what I want. And, like, I remember as a kid wondering how Egbert got down the chimney. I was just really confused by the whole thing. So later on, I got older or whatever, and I go there once, and uh, me and my friend were taking her little sister, so we're like, we don't want that creepy egg to talk to us. Let's Let's not put on name tags. So, like, we had to get name tags because that was part of the criteria, and we, like, traded our name tags and put them down so nobody could see them on the bottom of our shirts. We're kind of covering them when we walk there, and we get in there, and, like, Egbert turns to me and says, Why, hello, Colleen. You did well on that physics test last week. (laughs) And I crapped my pants. (laughs) I was so scared of this gigantic animatronic egg. And it was only, like, two weeks later that I find out that it was, like, some random kid in my high school was hired to be Egbert that year. (laughs) I had no idea. I always thought it was, like, the old man that ran the farm. And I was like, why does he know about me in high school? That's so great. So I actually, um, the sad (laughs) ending of the story, and I had to actually break my friend Tone's heart today because he was like, oh, Egbert's awesome. It's so cool that you live near there still. You could go and visit Egbert. And I had to tell him, Egbert blew up two years ago. <laughs> there was an electrical fire and uh, Egbert got fried. <laughs> fried Egbert. Exactly. But I have actually one of the last Egbert. Fed the poor people for three Egbert, months. Egbert uh, ho- Christmas ornaments. So I will put a picture of my Egbert ornament on the Good. site so everyone will have an idea how fucking creepy my childhood <laughs> really was. <laughs> What you get for living in upstate New York? Yeah, nothing better to do than talk to gigantic animatronic eggs. I can't even, like, I can't even imagine what it must have been like <laughs> to grow up here. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, I grew up in normalcy, and then I ran away to join the circus. But I always know what normalcy's like. <laughs> so the more you talk to me, the more you're like, And so the Whoa. more I'm like, wow, people grew up in the circus, the more I'm totally amazed. I'm pretty sure that, uh... I'd be curious if anyone else there had an animatronic non-Santa character that they told their Halloween, or their, (laughs) (laughs) that you tell your Halloween wishes to. (laughs) I would like a Snickers, please, Egbert. I would like more porridge, because Egbert runs the orphanage. I would like more porridge, Egbert. 
Open your oven in. Put it on your oven to your meat. I'm sorry, Egbert, but you didn't give me meat, Ronnie. Big Freud, Egbert. Yes, actually, he does look a bit like the uh, Stonehenge things. He had, like, no a gigantic nose. Actually, as a grown-up, I realized <laughs> Egbert had a giant Jewish nose. <laughs> and I saw it, and I was like, okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> like you see it, and it's like I as really stereotypical a Jewish nose as you could ever get was on this gigantic egg. As much as I would love to see Egbert, I would really love to meet whoever built Egbert. <laughs> Whose brainchild <laughs> Whose was that? That's fucking crazy. You know, whoever like, totally just. You know what kids person. in this country need? A big egg to talk Fuck to. Fuck Santa! <laughs> Let's get an egg and call exactly. him Egbert. Exactly. And let's have him have eyes. My levels are really high. That's okay. We can fix it later. Yes. Well, we should actually go into the second song. I just had to get that Egbert thing out, and I will. I will post a picture. Um, I might actually go and get Egbert for Annie during this song. But uh, the second song, and this one is one um, we were gonna do. Coin operated boy, which is a great a, song, amazing song they did. It's actually probably their best known song. Yeah. So in order to and a great video, and if you go to their site, you can look at their video, which is just DresdenDolls.com, which is. D R E S E N D O. Oh, crap. You were really close. D R E S D E N D O L L S. Hi, kick. Yeah. You have to be a visual person. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think you are. I could have written in chapstick on my leg and gotten it right, but I didn't. Anyway, so this song is called Missed Me. And uh, I'll explain what it's about at the end. Let's see if you guys get it on your own. You know, I don't even think we need to explain it. I it's love pretty. It. If they listen, they'll know. It's not like subtle. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of bad. I love this song so much. I'm like, it's it's so, a great song. Shit. So, <laughs> oh shit. So uh, this is uh, Dresden Dolls missed me. Just want to fuck me 
Sounds like when Meatwad covers the Dresden dolls. Yes. So that's the Dresden dolls, you guys. I I hope you thought that that was like freaking awesome. Because it was. Indeed. And if you didn't think it was freaking awesome, you might not be freaking awesome yourself. Stop listening to my show. Just kidding. Listen to us. Yeah. Uh, so, um, in California, our equivalent to that, I mean, of course, there's always the mall Santa, right? But yes. in California, of course, most of people, stop pointing Egbert at me. It <laughs> creeps me out. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and Egbert's going to be like on my pillow next to me. It'll be terrifying. Um, cause he's just a head. It's it'll like, be a, it'll be a bloody like Egbert. Godfather movie only you don't need a body to begin with. That's It'd the... be creepier for he was laying next to you with a body as opposed to. Well, I suppose that's true. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so we had, and I guess it's really not a great story, but it's pretty much like all of us L.A. kids, or Orange County, Oxnard, Ventura County, San Bernardino, anybody who lived in the valley, Bayside? on the coast, basically Bayside. everybody in L.A., we would see these, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we would listen to, see these commercials, they were like the sort of like, you know, you, you see the commercials and there's the national commercials and there's the local commercials you know and you can always tell like yeah. sleepy's commercials totally local commercials always always and it, there's the production value and just like the sound is worse and the quality of the video is worse and everything so and the hair is always so big it won't fit in the frames not so much in la but oh, okay well, but we have that upstate it's a, yeah i mean it's a regional thing you know every region has its own sort of flair or whatever but yes so in california they have along with cal worthington who is the greatest used car salesman of all time um hmm <laughs> there was uh, the uh, Santa's Village commercials that we would see, um, and they would especially advertise during, um, you know, like the afternoon hours during cartoons and stuff, oh, because okay. they wanted kids to come out. And it was actually 12 months a year they would have Santa's Village up really? in the San Bernardino Mountains, which is up by Big Bear, which is where huh. people who live in L.A., because of course people know that it does not snow in L.A., so it you have to drive up to the mountains, you have to drive up to Big Bear, and uh, go snow skiing there, and... So Santa's Village was like this little, like, fucking petting zoo of a place. It was, like, such a shithole. But, like, every little kid saw this commercial and was like, Santa's Village in San Bernardino County. You gotta come up here and see, meet Santa, you know. And, like, we've got, like, a goat and a mule that'll pull you in a circle, you know. And it was like, every kid had to go up there. And so we totally went up there a couple of times. And, that like, actually I, sounds very exciting to me. I remember being really afraid to, like, go on the mule. And, uh... 
I don't know why. I, I feel sad for my mom. Like, bless my mom's heart. Like, she took me, she tried so hard to make me happy. And I was the most terrified child of all time. Of everything. It's like, everything's scary. I just want to stay at home. Aww. So not, anyway. Not me. My brother was the opposite. My brother was like, I, I gotta take over the world, you know. But I was very much like hiding behind my mom's leg 24-7. No. So. I was pretty much, I was going <laughs> to take over the world until like, sixth grade and then i was like oh my god what the hell the world is scary yeah, i'm gonna grow my bangs over my eyes and just hide well i did that too but i mean i was i was terrified of the world from birth like pretty much like i was two months no two months two weeks late i think that says everything i didn't even want to come out i was like I i'm was, happy in the womb i'm safe i was a week late but i think i was just busy i was like i'm, I'm working on a project mom probably i'll be were. there in a minute I'll be there in a minute i gotta i gotta finish this Gotta send this the project out. being my cardiovascular system. Still working on it. <laughs> working out. Working out. So, uh, just so you guys know that um, we are not going to have an official show next Monday. We're not going to do one next week just because it is the 26th, and I'm sure everybody's going to be doing festivities stuff. Um, I'm going to be doing some Californian festivities. We will do we will do an all music show, a short show probably um, of just holiday tunes for you guys. Yeah. So you can enjoy the rest of your festivities. It's our Christmas gift to you. Or your Hanjikan gift. Hanjikawanza. Uh, well, if you want a good laugh this Christmas, I am actually planning on doing my decorations this week. For the first time ever, my family is having Christmas at my apartment. Um, we've always wow. had Christmas at my parents' house. So this is wow. a massive big deal. So I actually have to really make an effort. Uh, but whenever I decorate the tree, I always listen to one album on repeat, which is the Nutcracker Suite. Yeah. And I always decorate the tree via dance moves that's um, awesome a lot of fake ballet and climbing over chairs and very similar to what i do every night normally but ne- there's louder music involved a couple of nights ago oh, a couple of nights ago shit a couple of years ago <laughs> i was at my family's house and we were decorating the tree and um i was playing like my mom was like hey annie why don't you put on some music and i was like okay because i'm like the musically inclined person in my family yeah so, yeah, so I was playing this, like, album, and it was, like, this mix CD that I had, and most of the songs on there are, like, mom-approved, kind of, like, safe songs, and then, like, I forgot that there was this one song on there, though, it's a bitch and animal song called Pussy Manifesto. Ah, I do know the song. And it goes, like, Pussy, Pussy, Pussy Manifesto, and I was, like, oh my god, and, like, flew across the room, like a bolt of lightning, and I was, like next track you know my brother was like what was that thanks for listening to our show today yes thank you very much and thank you so much to the dresden dolls um thank you like oh my god you guys i mean annie annie did shit bees when i told her that they said yes annie shat wasps and hornets she did and a few butterflies and her eyes got butterflies actually you're right it wasn't even bees and hornets it It was was fucking butterflies butterflies and moths it was like butterflies and beautiful cardinals yeah it was a menagerie of birds glass birds menageries yes (laughs) (laughs) but uh so So thanks to them they're really great and awesome and i you know i have so much respect for like a band that like i mean so many bands like once they reach a certain level of status i feel like they become cut off and i can understand that to a degree in that like you just have such an influx of like positive feedback and and negative feedback that you have to like build a wall yeah totally but like i really respect a band that's still like receptive and not only receptive but because i mean a lot of bands will receive your emails but won't respond to them so like fucking kudos to the dresden dolls for taking the time to be like hey you know what you guys 
you can use our stuff. Like, and I really appreciate that, and it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to Colleen, and so we love good you for guys. them. They're great. Like, they're they're great artists. They're great music makers, and they're nice people. So, and since this is our last official show of the year, I will say, you know, thank you to all the bands too. I mean, like, indeed, I, I'm just really in awe of the range we've had of bands. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna say like the, the bands we've had have been to awesome. Folk to yeah, but like. The variety of bands we've had is even awesomer. Like, I'm just really, I mean, I'm really pleased. Like, when we set out to do the show, I was really like, you know, there's like, I mean, I have my own specific taste in terms of what, like, really, really speaks to me and makes me, you know, keeps me up at night. I'm so excited about it, you know, but like, I really wanted to do something that was a variety and like showcase stuff that I might not necessarily be into right off the bat. But like, I I felt really (laughs) strongly about like everything. Well, because, you know, you and I are two separate people and Mm -hmm. some... Our, we like, are, taste. actually, to see. Didn't Colleen has her own taste in music, and I have my own taste in music, and they converge here and there, and they diverge here and there, and so, like, you know, between the two of us, we've found some really, like, exciting stuff, and we've been really excited about everybody that we've had on the show, and yeah. very, actually, you know, proud. It's not like we made the music, but we're just, like, really glad to have it, like, be a part of what we're doing, I guess. Oh, completely, completely. So, thank you all, and uh, we are going to give you a Christmas gift next week. Yes. And it's going to be amazing. It'll be Annie and Colleen make arses of themselves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Musically. It'll, we'll give you a Christmas album. We may even split it up. We may have it as one podcast, but we'll split it up into individual songs. So if you would like yeah. to share it with your family, um, we will do that. And we'll post it before Christmas. So stay tuned, people. Tune in next week. It won't be a regular show, but it'll be it'll be special in its own way. Just and like it might you. just be what you need to get you through your holidays with your family. Demento family. Uh. I mean, yay! Yeah! <laughs> so, okay, my name is Annie Sanders, and thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the new year. Uh, my name is Colleen A. Venable, and I would like to say, um, if anyone could actually give me a hippopotamus, I, I know it's a song, but I really would like one. And Satan, if you're listening, um, I kind of want my cookies back. Shortbread. In the shape of you. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Mama's little baby owns hell. Mama's little baby owns hell. Got some souls down there, yeah. Sells lots of souls back to a car market. They in turn. Sorry, had to get some time for the solo. It was awesome, don't you know? Whoa, 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 Satan. Satan Satan owns my soul. Merry Christmas. We're so sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be back for more of the fluff radio. I cut out all the burps and farts from last episode. Too. That's fine with me. Yeah. Were there farts? <laughs> <laughs> you made one fake fart noise and afterwards said, Oh. I can't believe I just made a fake fart noise. And yeah. you were so serious, but I still cut it out. I was out. pretty embarrassed <laughs> about it, yeah. But it wasn't a real fart. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've never actually farted on the show. I have SPD'd. <laughs> well, but that's not actually on the show because you can't hear it. That's true. But once we get smell-o-vision, it's going to be awesome. You're gonna smell me, and it's gonna be nice.